The Untamed Healer podcast is for us to come together and have conversations around secret desires, the things that people aren't talking about or too afraid to, what lights your soul on fire and yet you're silently whispering. I call these the healer's kink. The energy of this podcast is unfuckwithable, unfiltered, unbecoming, taking up space at the table and standing in your power. Consider this podcast the grounded, revamped, unapologetic spiritual school for the untamed healer. This is for healers, lightworkers, soulpreneurs, and service-minded spiritual entrepreneurs who are ready to have the details on how to create a life and spiritual business that finally sets your soul free. Welcome to the corner of the internet where we take up space, where we do not give our power away to anything outside of us. We stand up, clear our fears one by one, and boldly move toward what we are intending and manifesting with courage and confidence. I'm your host, Kristen Jones. Let's head to the show. Welcome back to The Untamed Healer. This topic is on my heart and fresh in my mind because it is happening right now. And this is embodying the version of you who has it all and becoming her. Every single time I think about this specific topic, it is becoming her, stepping into her, that version of you that has the desire that you already want. This is how we collapse time. When my clients want to know how we manifest faster or how we close the gap from where we are to where we want to be, it is this embodiment piece. And I'm going to share with you something that I actually manifested. I am living right now. And it wasn't until Friday afternoon when I was having a conversation with my coach that I was like, holy shit, I'm living it. This version of me six months ago would have been like, girl, yeah, right. <laughs> so what I want to share with you today is exactly what's going on in the Jones household, the changes that are happening here, how I manifested this specific thing by removing the subconscious blocks that were in the way and causing a lot of turmoil and how I am moving forward. Okay, so if you didn't know this or if you didn't pick this up from a previous episode, my family and I are moving across country very, very soon. My husband is active duty Air Force. He's been in for 17 years, and let me just tell you, it's been a wild ride. We are from small towns in southwest Iowa originally, <laughs> and we've been stationed in Florida, Idaho, Arizona. Hubby spent a year in South Korea, and then we've also been stationed in South Dakota for six years. And I have been manifesting the smoothest move across country, even though I didn't even want this fucking move when we began. When this information came down the pipe from my husband, I was like, nope, not doing it. Don't want to move. This is home. And here's why. It is not common to be stationed at one duty station when you're military for as long as we've been here. It's just not. We've been here for six and a half years now. That's crazy. However, this duty station is one that you can kind of get lost in and people spend a lot of time here. And what we had thought was, 
Well, he's been in for as long as he's been in. My oldest son is graduating high school in two years. But oh my God, how was that even possible? <laughs> and we love this area so much. We're not far from home. I mean, we're in Western South Dakota. Family, for the most part, is in Southwest Iowa. So eight-hour drive. We absolutely love the beautiful Black Hills, the mountains, the hiking the area. I love how slow-paced this area is. It's a city, but it's not really a city. It's not like Denver or Phoenix or some crazy big city like LA or whatever where traffic is crazy. Like there's no traffic. There's not a whole lot of like huge resources. It would be nice to have certain things available to us. However, we love it. We really expected to put our roots down. Hubby was going to retire in three-ish years, and we are going to put roots down and stay here. We were open to the possibility and potential if something were to happen, it's not in our control, but the intention was to just stay put for the remaining three years and then he would retire. And this is where, I know you've seen friends, right? Where Ross is like, pivot. <laughs> okay, that's exactly what the universe is doing with us right now. It's like pivot in the best way possible and the most loving, I guess, way possible. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that. But anyway, I digress. So here's what happened. Let me just take you back to May of 2023. For a few weeks, my husband was so edgy, so triggered about everything. And I knew something was up and I kept asking him what was up and and I wouldn't get an answer from him. One thing to know about my husband is he is grounded AF. I don't know where this is in his chart, but dude is so grounded. <laughs> and so I knew that there was something that was going on. He wasn't telling me. And so I was just trying to, I don't know, just live my life and let him work through whatever he needed to work through and come to me when he was ready to talk to me. So a few weeks went by and he was like, okay, I need to talk to you. And so we went out onto the front porch, and let me just paint this picture. Where we live on the military installation, we have a direct view of the flight line of the B-1 and the beautiful Black Hills. Like, I can see the Black Hills from my front porch. It is amazing. So we're sitting outside, enjoying the sunshine and fresh air, and he's like, okay, here's what happened. The beginning of May, he got an email that he was getting DSD, military terms for special duty assignment. There are many throughout the military, and until I get his permission to share exactly which position it is, I won't, but he was like, and I didn't want to tell you until I had more information and it was more solidified, and it was either that day or the day before he had gotten more information that it was solidified. He had gone through the process of elimination from their part of what they needed to do and decided that they wanted him to apply. He did not choose this. He was not put in for it. <laughs> it was just one of those things where the military was like, I volunteer you as tribute. <laughs> and so that's what happened. And when he told me this, I lost it. Not in anger, 
but immediate tears. And I had so many questions and he had so little answers. And no one, literally no one had any answers about what was next, what this process looked like, when we would know for sure, when we would be moving. All we knew was that it was a spring DSD. So remember, I'll just say DSD going forward, but that's special duty assignment. So spring DSD and a fall hire. (laughs) And that's it. And at this point, I was not her. I was not the woman that was like, cool, let's make the best of it and let's go. I will literally make the best of any duty station. I've already decided that many, many years ago that wherever we move on orders, I'll make the best of it. I will. But I love this place so much. It feels like home. And I was just devastated. I, at that point, was, again, with the anxiousness and and the unknown. How am I going to tell my kids? How am I going to get support for my son? How are we going to transfer the support for my oldest son who is on specific medication and goes to consistent therapy, has specific doctors. We transferred them to a new school, I think, three years ago. And so we commute to take them back and forth to school so they can have a better education experience. The teachers are amazing. The kids are thriving. And I was like, what are they going to say? My oldest son, Austin, graduates in a couple of years. So I was like, oh my gosh, am I going to be tearing him away from his friends by moving across the country in the middle of his high school years. And I was like, oh man, how are we going to tell our family? How the hell am I going to pack up this house and move? Even though that's not my responsibility. We can choose to move ourselves, but we choose to have the military move for us. (laughs) I am not packing my house unless I have to. (laughs) I have been down that road and I am not doing that again. Okay. So at this point, I was not her. I was not the embodiment of who it was that I needed to be to manifest what it was that was almost inevitable. It was going to happen whether I was resisting it or not. And choosing the path of resistance was going to leave me feeling like shit. (laughs) That's facts. It was going to leave me in this energy of resistance, of lack, of scarcity, of energy that I just didn't want to be in. And I had a decision to make. And so little by little, I started to do some things that I want to share with you. But first, at that time, we decided we weren't going to tell anyone until we knew more. And so what this looked like was Matt started to apply through what it was that he was required through this process. He had several different applications he had to fill out. His bosses had things that they had to do. He had to send in several different types of documents. People had to be interviewed on behalf. I had to fill out paperwork on his behalf as well to make sure he was a good fit for this position. And I was like, can I lie on this? I wasn't going to, but I did think about it for a second, but I didn't. And the truth was, I was like, damn it, you are the perfect person for this position. When I think about all of your PT scores, your health, 
how well you do in your job, the way that you bleed red, white, and blue, like the military stance that you carry, the demeanor and the confidence that you carry. I'm like, you're perfect for this position. There's no way you're not going to get this. And so I was like, cool, it's time to just start accepting that this is a possibility, a real possibility. I don't know what the other candidates backgrounds are or who they are. I just know my husband is kind of a badass. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, we're accepting this. We kept it to ourselves for like a week and a half or so. And then we finally decided to tell our kids. The original thought was, well, maybe I'll just stay here for a few years while my oldest son finishes high school and make sure he gets his consistency and his therapy, his medication management, his school, his friends and everything. And we would just try to make that work. My husband wasn't on board with that. I was open to whatever I needed to do to make this work. And when we told our kids immediately, they were like, no, family stays together. We are going. And they were both so excited. My youngest has had a little bit of a harder time accepting this, but overall, they have been doing a really amazing job. And then from there, we decided to tell our family. And not a lot of time had passed when I realized, okay, it's time to utilize my resources so that I can be good with us moving no matter what happens, whether we stay or go, I'm going to be okay. And so I was already meditating and journaling. I've been doing that for years. I had started incorporating breath work into my day-to-day -day wherever I needed it and shifting my mindset, utilizing the resources of which I have, including RRT, rapid resolution therapy. And then I was like, okay, it's time to schedule a session. I can't take this anymore. My husband was processing the fact of him going to a completely different career field. I was processing the process of us moving down there and finding a house and getting the kids in school and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, cool, I need to not be triggered and I need to be clear, calm, focused and be able to make logical decisions. And so that's what I did. I scheduled a session and I got it cleared and I can't even access the feeling of what I was experiencing before, which still blows my mind. Look, I've been having many sessions. I've been trained in this myself and I do this for my clients and it still blows my mind. <laughs> but I made a decision. I made this decision a long time ago and I made this commitment and it's really a commitment to myself that no matter where we go, no matter what happens in the military, I'm going to make the best of every single situation. Why was I going to make myself miserable about living in a place where I had no control over? I have no control over this, but I do have control over what my decisions are to make the best of it. And that's what I did. So it started with that decision. I got an RRT session. I was doing breath work, meditation, and journaling. And once I had the RRT session, it started coming to me where it was that I was already resourced and the things that it was that would be useful to do to arm myself with knowledge. We don't realize sometimes how resourced we actually are. You are so resourced. Look, it's 2023. Even just in 2007, when we moved to our first duty station, we were using MapQuest. <laughs> Google Maps wasn't even a thing. And I can't even imagine being a military spouse before when Matt joined in 2006. It was so much more difficult. 
And while they are definitely resourced, we are so much more resourced in 2023. So I started making calls about my oldest son for specific things where we are resourced within the military to make this a smooth transition. And our family, I started talking to his therapist about what it was that was going on, the changes that may be occurring. That way he's aware, even though Austin is so excited and optimistic about our move. (laughs) I also started looking at houses in the area of which we're going to be and started manifesting the fuck out of exactly what we want. I have my Pinterest board of different things. I know what my non-negotiables are. I know what my nice-to-haves are, but I've got a vision of exactly what I want this house to look like, and I'm not backing down. I also knew what it was that we wanted for our max price range. And then when we started looking at the houses in the area and seeing what's available, the price versus what it is that we desire, I was like, oh shit, this is going to (laughs) happen. This is gonna happen. And I also started looking at how resource we're going to be in that area. And the fun things to do there. There's so many cool things to do there. And granted, it's not mountains. I am a mountain girl. But there's a lot of new experiences that we're going to get to have. And that's freaking cool. I also looked up the Jeep group (laughs) and joined that Facebook group, and I started checking out the trails in the area, as well as hiking. If you're someone that likes to hike, I highly recommend the app called All Trails, A-L-L Trails. It's amazing. And so I started checking that out, and I was like, oh, there's actually a lot of hiking trails there. So when my calf heals... (laughs) I can actually go walking. That'll be fun and various things to do. Hello, Uber Eats and same day shipping in Amazon and being able to have my groceries shipped to my house. There are certain things that I freaking hate doing and I'm going to be so resourced to be able to have that just done for me. (laughs) And I am so freaking here for that. So I really started to see what is good about this and started to play in the realm of possibility while I'm still enjoying where we're living. And so when some people are like, enjoy the mountains, or this is going to be your last Christmas there, or, you know, there's different things that you can go do. Look, we have literally done pretty much everything that there is to do in this area, except I would love to go snowmobiling if possible, if we get snow before we PCS. And there's like one touristy thing that we haven't done that would be cool to do, but I'm not like, oh my God, I missed out. I love that we've gotten to have such an abundant experience here. We truly have gotten to make the most of it. And I am so grateful for the version of me six and a half years ago that was like, let's go. Let's do all the things. Let's go to Mount Rushmore. Let's go to the rally. Let's go do this, that, and the other thing. All the things we've done, everything that we've wanted to do, truly. And I am so glad. And even the different vacationing that we've been able to do outside of where we are, going to Colorado multiple times, going to Wyoming multiple times, going to Montana. We went to Mount Glacier just this past summer. We went to the Wisconsin Dells. We've visited Minnesota. We've gotten to do so many cool things here. And for that, I'm grateful. Also, the flights out of this city 
are so much cheaper. So it's going to make it so easy to be able to hop on flights and be able to go wherever. And I'm manifesting a cruise for my family and I. And so we will be able to have direct access to ports pretty close to where we'll be living. So that's pretty awesome. So there's a lot of really positives about this. And so my suggestion for you is this, is where are you in your life right now? And what is good about what's going on right now? What's good? Where are you resourced? How can you see things differently? In early October, I want to say it was October 6th, if I remember right, we found out he was officially selected. So we literally lived in this void all summer long. And I was like, cool. (laughs) And my husband kept saying to me, they said that this was a fall hire. I still haven't gotten orders. And I'm like, look, technically, the first day of winter isn't until December 21st. So we still have time. And this was, I don't know, throughout November and things like that, where we would have this conversation. It was really funny. But I'm like, I know December feels like winter, but it's actually most of it is fall. (laughs) So hang on. We're still in this like void of we don't know what we're doing. So we're just kind of hanging out and just living our lives because that's what there was to do. We also started to declutter. We decluttered the basement, which was actually a lot of fun. And that's about as far as we've gotten. The kids have done their rooms. I consistently donate clothes and things like that. We've gotten rid of some kitchen stuff, but I'm not really that worried about it. And so maybe in the next month or so, we'll start doing more of that decluttering. I'm not, again, not super concerned about it. But we also started to manifest the perfect date of moving. I intentionally, without saying though, got my husband involved with that, where we're like, wouldn't it be cool if we had a move during the winter where there was snow on the ground and we don't have to worry about base housing saying anything about the grass? (laughs) I mean, obviously the grass is dead, but I don't know what they're going to say. Wouldn't it be cool if X, Y, Z? So we play that wouldn't it be cool if game. And this is such a fun way to manifest things where it would be fun if it happened. It would be cool if it happened, but it would be totally okay if it didn't. And so it takes the pressure off the manifestation process. Okay, so I had my husband playing this game of wouldn't it be fun if. And when we got this official notification and still we're like, I don't know when we're moving. We made an off the chain, just complete decision a week and a half ago that we were going to go ahead and start talking to a realtor and a mortgage lender about starting the process of pre-approval and looking for a home. Someone that is also stationed here was selected for the same job and got orders and they were moving at the beginning of February and I was like, holy shit, if that is us, I want to start this process now. We don't know. We have no idea, but wouldn't it be nice to already have the ball rolling? (laughs) Can you believe what happened? Just guess. I'll give you a second to guess what happened. So we started the pre-approval process a week and a half ago. From the time I'm recording this, literally a week and a half ago. While I was talking to a realtor and a mortgage lender, literally a week ago today, they pulled our credit. They did a hard pull. We were like, let's just get this party started and get the ball rolling. The credit 
report is good for 120 days. So if we have to pull it again, we have to pull it again. Not a big deal. But let's just go ahead and see what our options are and know what our options are. So we got that ball rolling without even having a date. The same day was my first day with my coach. (laughs) So I also invested in a coach knowing that there's a possibility I might be really pedal to the metal with my business, building my empire while I'm in the middle of a move. The beauty of running an online business is your way. It can literally be done anywhere in the world. It doesn't matter. So there's no point in me pulling off. There's nothing for me majorly to do that I can't be supported. And I also know I can find pockets of time to run my business and it'll be okay. Two days later, my husband got the email that we got our official move date. (laughs) Like what? Are we serious right now? How do we even make this up? How do you even make this up? And here's how. I fucking became her. I became the woman who was making decisions, who was like, you know what? Let's go ahead and make big moves. Even if it doesn't fully make sense, It didn't make logical sense for me to invest in a coach when I know that I'm going to be moving in the very near future. And I wasn't even exactly sure when that was going to be. I just knew it was going to be soon. We also got the pre-approval process started on the house, not even having an exact date, but we just knew it needed to be done. So let's just do it. None of it made any logical sense. The decluttering, none of the things that we've had to do, the calls that we've had to make, the things that we have been researching, none of it was necessary, but we decided to become the people that was doing it anyway, that was making big moves. This is the embodiment piece. Becoming the version of you that is making those decisions. The version of me six months ago for a little bit of time, definitely not as long as what it had been in the past had I not done all of this healing nervous system regulation, investing into coaches and mentors and healers and and doing my own work. And also, let's just be honest, RRT has just completely stolen my heart. (laughs) That one has helped create so much clarity in my life, which I fucking love. And What I know to be true is that the version of me six months ago is so proud of the version of me today. Look back at the version of you six months ago and what are you doing today that you didn't even realize that you brought into your life? So not only my coach and I were joking last week, she's like, not only are we building businesses, we are building houses. Hello, manifestation. And I'm like, this is so freaking wild. We get to hold it all. We get to do it all. We get to have it all. We get to be that version of us that already has it. How do we get there? How do you get there? You remove the resistance. You remove the blocks that are coming up for you. You calm your nervous system down. You sink into self-trust. You're like, I don't know why I'm feeling called to take this leap or do this thing, but I'm feeling this nudge, so let's go. Let's do this thing. We don't even know why, but you do it anyway because the version of you that is the version of you that you know you want to be, the version of you that has the things that it is that you're desiring where you are right now, you close that gap by becoming her embodiment is the key. A topic that has been coming up so much in the past couple of weeks, and I've been talking about it a lot in my Instagram stories, in my post content, on my TikTok, whatever, is this right here. 
The reason why your manifestations aren't coming into your reality when it is that you are desiring them is likely not the reason that you think it is. This also is the reason why you're experiencing a lack of clarity or blocks are not the reasons why you think they probably are. What I believe is true is when you clear these unconscious blocks, these subconscious blocks, when you literally melt those away, your manifestations become your reality. Why is this? Because your unconscious mind will always go for alive then thrive. If you believe on a subconscious level that you cannot have this, so consciously you're like, I want this thing. Unconscious is like, girl, I don't even think so. That feels like a threat. Alert, alert, alert. This is when what the industry calls as quote self-sabotage comes in has nothing to do with self-sabotage. It has everything to do with your unconscious mind is deeming it as a threat. It's not safe. So no, we're not going to bring that into your life. How do you get to from where you are to where you want to be if your unconscious mind is running the show 95% of the time? Let me tell you how. You do the reprogramming. You melt the blocks. You literally melt away the blocks that are causing that fear the disbelief, the lack of self-trust, those fears, all of these things that are preventing you from moving forward on an unconscious level. It's not your fault. Of course, it's not your fault. (laughs) Isn't that great news? Like that is amazing news. Whoo, it's getting hot in here. (laughs) Do you feel the passion? Like I am so passionate about this. I don't know if you heard that. It might come out of the background when I edit this episode and remove this sound of the background. But even my dog Diesel started barking. He's like, yes, I'm feeling the passion. Mom is getting it. (laughs) Mic drop over here. This is exactly why I created Alchemize. To shatter the barriers holding you back so you can create the life and business of your wildest dreams. It starts with First of all, awareness. I think I've talked about this before. Awareness is the most beautiful gift. And when you understand that, oh, hey, I've actually stepped out of the flow of what it is that I desire, and I'm now finding myself, quote, self-sabotaging, but it's actually your mind has gone into protection mode and has distracted you by maybe cleaning or scrolling or doing something that has nothing to do with what it is that you said you want to 